0: Hi and welcome to Go 10 Lisa Podcast with me Lisa Waldron where I talk about random things in 10 podcast episodes per season. I have a passion and that passion is to share so get comfy, get ready to listen to this week's episode. Are you ready? Okay, get set, go! Welcome back, guys. It is my one-year anniversary, and I am back. How you doing, everybody? Guys, I am back, I am back, I am back, I am back. This is season five on Goten Lisa Podcast, and I am Lisa Waldron, and I have a special guest with me today to celebrate and to do the first episode on season five. But before I get to my guests, I just want to remind our listeners that if you're new to Go 10 Lisa podcast, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and give a rating and share. And most importantly, tell a friend that you can find me on any podcast app. Just type in Go to number 10 and L-I-S-A, Go 10 Lisa podcast. Guys, I have to tell you that once again, in case you, if you're a returning listener or a new listener, I can't believe I make it. I made it to one year, one year of doing podcast episodes. So if you're new, let me tell you how it works. Go 10 Lisa podcast has a series of 10 episodes per season. So it's 10 episodes per season. Then it's a three week break and then a brand new season starts. So, if you want to know more about how I started on this journey, you can go to my website, which is GotenLisa.com, and you can check out the website um, section on podcasts there, or you can listen to some of the previous episodes. Well, ju- let's just jump right in on our first episode of season five with my special guest, and my special guest is Justin. Justin Lufong is here, which is my son. And Mr. Justin is back, and if you have been a returning listener, a new listener, I did all this podcast and um special projects a year ago over a little bit over a year ago, but not the podcast. The podcast was a year, and I was an empty nester, but now he's back guys now he's back home. And he wants to tell you all about his experience. So let me just give Justin a little intro before he gets started. Um, Justin um, wants to become a professional soccer player. He loves soccer. Soccer is his passion. Go! So basically, what Justin um, did was that he traveled internationally by himself to attend a uh, soccer camp. And he wants to talk about his experience and perhaps give a little bit of tip in case anyone out there who wants to chase after their dreams and go after their dreams and everything like that. So without further ado, I am going to turn it over to Mr. Justin. Welcome to Go To Lisa Podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Well, so it really all started, um, I was in Florida and you know, looking to go pro, and I ended up meeting one of the um, coaches at this German academy, and um, at f- and like at first I was just training by myself, and I was like, he came over to me and asked me to come train with him, and I was like, I wasn't really wanting to because I was like, yeah, I didn't want to waste my time because I was like, can you get me somewhere? And was like, then started telling me about how he sends players to Germany, and like I knew players in the in in the system already, so I was like, sure, why not? And you know. You know, of course, my family was you know thinking it was a scam or you know worried and <laughs> about it because I've never really been out the country like that except when I was a baby and went to Jamaica. But besides that, you know, they were worried and stuff. But I'm a smart individual, and you know, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't know what I was doing. And like I, I did it, and I did it by myself at 20 years old, and it was a long journey. From um, I started in I, I left from Miami Airport, and it was a, about eight hour flight to Portugal, and then it was a connecting flight from Portugal to Belgium, which was about another three hours, and I had to take a a five hour train from Belgium to where I was staying in Germany, all because I just didn't want to fly straight there, and it was a pretty good experience. I got to see like the countries and you know the scenery and everything, and staying at the academy was a great experience for me like even just living in germany was is is really different from the us as far as like the way they live and their standards and everything like it's more it's, it's a lot it's, it's it's a lot uh healthier i would say like they recycle more and a lot of their food comes from farms rather than corporations and it's just a lot less processed stuff, and it's just a lot, a lot more healthier. Like most grocery stores have uh, recycling machines for bottles, and you get like about twenty-five cents a bottle. And so, like I would buy water, and you get the same amount that you buy the water for. So I would really never pay for water; it would be the same amount I'd spend on it. And a lot, like I said, a lot of foods. A lot of the food came from farms, so it was just a lot healthier. And a lot of people ride bikes there, like, cause gas is super expensive. So, like, they ride bikes a lot. Like, I think the cheapest bike you can find is probably about a thousand euros. And
0: well, you know, well, let's just go back a little bit for our listeners that have never traveled out of the country before or even traveled before. Or does it give them or you know just to let them know what to expect? So in other words, when you're traveling to your destination was Germany, right? Yep. So you're leaving from Miami airport to Belgium, was the first stop?
1: From Miami to Portugal.
0: To Portugal. So first of all, you were traveling with US money in your wallet, right? Uh-huh. So where I recommended that you change out your money in the U.S. because it would, you know, to euros because um once you travel to Portugal and Belgium and Germany, they all use euros, right? Mm-hmm. So, so for folks that haven't traveled or have traveled, um, basically euros are the dollar. Um, what is it? The frequency? No, the dollar. <laughs> the dollar exchange, and how much was it? You know, I haven't done or been to, you know, I can go on and on and on and tell you guys what I felt from from a parent's point of view. Yes, I was scared out of my mind, sending my son off at 20 years old to an international country. Yes, I was one of those family members that thought it was a scam because I believe that no one should have to pay for their dreams at all. You know, it should not pay as far as dollar amounts, but yes, pay as far as putting in the work and your dues and stuff like that. So what I'm trying to say is that he of course wanted to do everything on his own. So he didn't change out you didn't change out the money until you actually got to Portugal, right? So as when when you landed tell listeners like where would you go to change out your money?
1: Yeah, I just went to uh one of the currency exchange places and changed the money out. That's all.
0: Yeah, and I think it was like what? $31 to 1 US or something. I could be wrong. Huh? The euros. <laughs>
1: No, euros are only about 15 to 20 cents more than a dollar,
0: 20 cents more. Okay. So there you have it folks. Um, so just check, um, one thing that I've, that I've come to realize with Justin that I taught him a lesson because I haven't done this in years because when I travel to Jamaica, um, their dollar amount is different from the U S you know? So for example, we could be going to Jamaica and a loaf of bread costs $500. So, you know what I mean? But you equate that to one US dollar something like that. I know it's been high, but euros, euros, as you're saying, is just a couple of cents. So anyway, you changed out your money. You decided to take a train because you figured a train would be cheaper than um taking another connecting flight. Plus, this is like, what, almost two days of full travel, nonstop. I mean, you didn't even lay over in the airport. You just connect and connect and connect, right?
1: Yeah, it was actually about... Uh, how because how you say, left at
0: what time on a Friday? I don't remember.
1: About like 15, 16 hours of traveling. That's
0: a long time to be traveling, and especially up in the air or anywhere. It's a long time, a long time to be traveling. Like, how many times did you use the bathroom?
1: <laughs> uh, Probably once.
0: Oh, my gosh. One time in 15 hours? Oh, my no, goodness. No, like,
1: well, yeah. Well, no, I use the bathroom. I'm talking about, like, with the train and everything, like, all together. It was about 15, I think, 15, 16.
0: Okay, so right now you're on the train. What was the train like? Was it like one of those European trains where they had, like, a T-section, and did you have, like, an open glass view of the train? Like, how was it?
1: Yeah, well, I had to take four different trains from, well, the train from Belgium into Netherlands was, it was a regular train, you know. They had, like, first class, second class, and, like, The workers there are like real educated. They speak multiple languages. And then when I got to the Netherlands, it was like, it was a lot more trains. I guess public transportation is more, you know, common over there. But it was nothing too special, just regular trains.
0: These are all outside trains that we're talking about, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I just wanted to give the listeners a view and for them to visualize like what what your experience was like when you were traveling. So, after all that travel, your coach came to meet you, right? And you're you're where now when he came to meet you?
1: Um I was at I was at the train station and it was I don't know, like it was nighttime and he picked me up from the train station and then we went back to the academy, got my room situated and I met up with some of the roommates. There was some from like South Africa, Bermuda, um New Zealand, all over really. Korea, South Korea, um Ukraine. There was a lot there was a lot of international. There was a lot of uh, nationalities there. So it was pretty cool like talking with them and, you know, getting to know them.
0: That's good because all of you guys are there for one goal and that is to become a professional soccer player or at least to get to be um, looked at and signed to become a professional soccer player. So what is the parent, which is me, thinking about all of this? It's nerve wracking. I have a 20 year old son that's traveling out of country for the first time by himself and then he turned 21 while he was over there. So that was even more interesting. So it's like I I, I had to have lots and lots of communication with him as far as FaceTime, phone number, backup number, friend's number. So don't get this twisted, people. I'm one of those mothers that I have to know everything. And you better tell me everything. Otherwise, I will hop on a plane and try and track down people, God forbid. But I'm the kind of mother that... You know, you're my only child, and yes, I am concerned, but in the other breath, at what age do we let go, people? At what age do we say, we trust you enough, and whatever happens, happens, because we've prayed about it. But here is the one thing that resonated with me and gave me a little bit of peace, which is gonna sound a little bit twisted, but I had to convince myself or tell people that, if I was dead, God forbid, Justin would be doing the same thing. He would still travel and go and do it. So why am I spending my time worrying? Yes, I'm going to worry, but but by me putting that in my head, I wasn't worrying as much to say that God is in your hands. There's nothing I can do about it. If I was dead, I wouldn't worry about it if I was dead, right? So he still would do it. So I had to take some comfort knowing that It's going to be okay. And if it's not okay, then you react. But, um, you know, he wanted to come on to this episode on the the first season. I'm sorry, the first episode of season five, just to explain what his experience was like and to give some people some tips. Okay. So now that you're here in this academy with all of these diverse players, um, what was the, um, Anybody has been at the academy for a long long time and has not gotten signed
1: uh, I think the longest somebody was there with for was like maybe five months and where's that player now? uh he was real young he was like sixteen or something, so he went he left for a while and went and had to do some he was like homeschooled or something and he had to do some tests so when i when I got there, he left shortly after that
0: okay so not so when you left justin it was like right around towards the ending of january and you spent like a couple of months there so the one tip that i would tell parents or anyone that's interested in going to another country is to look up the country guidelines and rules i'm a kind of parent where i don't watch the news because i think it's depressing however There's a lot of stuff going on in a lot of countries. There's a lot of people who don't like the U.S. I'm not saying Germany, but I'm just saying all over. So that's why you need to read up a little bit on what the country's policy is as far as how long you need to stay in their country. So the reason why he's back home right now is because we didn't want to take a chance that he's there past the country's time limit of three months. And we don't want any crazy thing to happen to say, oh, these folks are here in our country, uh, lock them up or something, God forbid, you know, like how some leaders are like kicking people off from the wall or whatever they're doing. So basically he came back home and he's going to save some more money and travel out again, um, in a several months. Um, and I told him, I said, you know, if it's not going to happen after a year or six months to a year, find another venture adventure. I'm praying that he finds something in Georgia, um, which is in the United States, Atlanta, Georgia, or find something in Florida, but God will work it out where he is professionally signed because he's really, really passionate about soccer. So Justin, I thank you for sharing your experience, but let's tell our listeners a little bit more about what else happened in Germany. Do you have, Oh my goodness. I forgot the main thing that happened in Germany four days in people guess what happened to him four days in he cannot find his wallet i was like are you kidding me so then the panic came in people the panic came in because it was like oh my god he can't leave the country so thank goodness i'm one of those nagging mothers where I told him not to have all of your important documents in one thing. Because if I didn't say anything, he would have had his passport, he would have had his birth certificate, he would have had his one, everything would have been all in one and all gone. So as much as I tried to prepare Justin as far as getting him the right luggage, the book bags and everything and tell him to watch it, guess what was the one thing I forgot to tell him? Watch out for pickpocketers. So when I looked it up online, Germany, I'm sorry for all my Germany listeners out there, but Germany is very big on pickpocketing. Heck, the whole world is big on pickpocketing. So for some reason, when you're a traveler, they can spot like, oh, there's a fresh person. There's a newbie. I worry about young kids traveling because there's so much sex trafficking and stuff. But I digress. That's for another subject. But I'm gonna, <laughs> but I'm just going to give the microphone back to Justin so he can give you all some more tips on if you're traveling out of country this is what you need to look out for or or how was the US compared to um Germany I'll let Justin take over from here.
1: Yeah, I lost my wallet in the first week but um no, the part's not true about uh, I would have lost everything because I definitely had my birth certificate and you know all my important documents like passport and stuff separate from my wallet. Because I told I, you. No, it wasn't because you told me I had it separate already. And the only reason I lost my wallet because I was just wearing some. Um, I had some pants that had some small pockets, Are you and sure they were you loose. I um, stop interrupting me. I had some pants that had some small pockets, and I was coming. I it was coming. I was coming out of this place. And I was coming out of the car, and I'm pretty sure it fell out when I was coming out of the car, the way I came out the car. And that's how I lost my wallet. You're not even it, sure. I know. I, I never said any—that's I I, what happened. I know what happened. So, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Technically, if somebody lost their wallet in a car, I would have called the car— I park. didn't
1: lose it in the car. I said I was getting out of the car.
0: Okay, so the car had to leave the, the parking space it was in when when you came out the car. So somebody would have found it if it was like where where do you, where where was the person dropping you off at? on a local street?
1: No, I was in I was in on some street. I, I mean, to, in a I, house? No, I had to, I got dropped off on some street and when I was getting out of the car cuz there was nobody around me. I know how I know how my wallet got lost. And, and
0: and and I told you get out. because when he traveled, it was snowing in Germany, and when he called me to to tell me that he l lo- think that he lost his wallet, which I think is still pickpocket, but he lost it. I said, Justin, if this was your passport or birth certificate, you know, if this was your passport, you better jump out of your bed and leave that place and go and hunt down and retrace your steps. But oh no, he had like a I don't care attitude. It was like. Oh no worries, I can replace it. No, you have to be more cognizant of the urgency of, I lost my wallet, let me hop on it. And the quicker you retrace your step, the quicker you have a high probability of finding your stuff. But you, you didn't look for it until the next morning. Of course somebody's gonna walk by and pick it up and take all your money and everything in there. If you had, the moment you realized your wallet was lost, you should have had a more sense of urgency. Yeah, and that's what
1: I did. And it wasn't that... Um... It wasn't that my passport or anything was lost because none of that was lost. No, I
0: said if, if it was lost. Then... And if it
1: was lost, I still had the same sense of urgency. I had a sense of urgency once I found out that, I, that my wallet was lost. It wasn't until a few hours later, not the next morning, that I realized it was lost. And when I went back to retrace my steps, it wasn't there. So obviously it was too well, late.
0: Well, apparently we must be remembering two different scenarios. Nah. Or two Okay, three, two,
1: and, two... and we're not going to test my <laughs> memory versus yours. I was there and I know what happened.
0: And I was here, and, and I know... Just, that
1: I, all you know is what you, what you were told and what you remember see, from See, and that.
0: who told me?
1: Who? Wh- oh. You. Yeah, and I'm telling you the same thing I told you back then, so I don't know why the story's changing to you.
0: <laughs> the story's not changing to me. The story is what I heard. It's like, oh, oh, casually. Oh, I lost my wallet. Oh, and I'm like, Justin, you need to you need to go and do this and that, and what I'm else? like, "Have you looked for anything?"
1: No. Of course I have. I didn't say no. Of course I looked for my wallet as soon as I, as soon as I knew it was gone, and, was, and after it was gone, there was nothing I could do about it. It was a wallet.
0: See, see what I'm it's talking about, folks. See what I'm talking about? It's, it's like wall.
1: it's nothing I could do about it. Nothing I can do about it. It's gone. Well, I'm not gonna, gonna keep gonna keep stressing over it because it's no, gone. No, I didn't
0: say stress over it. Okay but,
1: then. But I'm saying it's gone, but and I'm it was saying, a wallet. It wasn't any important documents or anything.
0: You're lucky that it was an important. Okay, document, but it, still, I, that's they, fine.
1: But it what, that's not what it was. So I that's why I had the attitude I had for it It was a wallet. Yeah, it but fine. it had
0: your bank card, which took like almost a month for it to be replaced. All right. And then it had other important cards in there as well. So no, don't, I didn't have don't, any don't,
1: important cards. The only thing that was in there that was kind of important was my debit card and my oh, I, like, and my ID and oh, my debit card was canceled oh. right after I found out it was lost anyway it, know- and no money was taken anyway so it was fine
0: you said there was like 80 euros in there or 80 US dollars right
1: well, there was some it was a gift card in there and probably a little bit of euros but that's it it wasn't a it wasn't a major loss or anything.
0: Luckily, luckily, yeah. Do yeah, you know that a person can take another person's ID and do a lot with it?
1: No.
0: Yeah, but you you should be fortunate that your name is the only name in this world. You're the only person that have your name. So if if you see another Justin out there with your last name, then you know it's a fraud out there, you know. So anyway, I'm gonna digress from the yeah, wallet sure situation. Not a lot they can <laughs> the do with just like ID. Well, you know what? Yes, but, I, I know you don't think it's important, but to me, you just have to be a little bit more careful. So when you experienced that, Justin, you learned now that the clothing that you wear, the pockets that you wear, you're more cognizant now, right, Justin, as far as?
1: Um, I'm more careful now. I just I just, I lost my wallet. It is what it is.
0: Suppose it was your passport. Okay it
1: wasn't. Yeah. And I would have been more careful if I if I had my passport on me versus my wallet. I know the risk, I know the stakes of the of each thing. And it's not the same. A you're, wallet versus a passport is not the same. You're
0: absolutely right, because if it was a passport you wouldn't be able to leave the country. It would take you a little bit longer to prove everything because your passport was with your birth certificate and you know your other important documents.
1: Alright, well that's so, not going to happen. So,
0: so so you're uh... so you're there in the camp right now and um you're meeting these guys and you're having conversation with these guys and um so what's the food like like what's the most popular food over there in Germany and the... and, and 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 right after that you can talk about like what the the shopping is like.
1: Um. Apparently, a lot, a lot of what they eat is pork, and pork, and I wasn't. I'm not a pork eater, so I didn't really eat any of it. But luckily, a lot of the food, fu- a lot of the food there is um cheap. Food and clothes are cheaper over there because their their government does that to reduce crime. Because if you think about it, over here, like a lot of crime, or well, a lot of crime that happens is because people are really just trying to put food and clothes on their table. So to prevent that, they make food and clothes cheaper over there. So I really just would buy like chicken a lot, and that's really it: chicken and fruits, and you know, that's pretty much it. And from time to time, I had like pasta, but and or pizza, but. Um,
0: I think your first night that you all of you guys went out, right? You all went out to like a pizza place, if I recall.
1: Yeah. It was a pizza place down the street everybody went to.
0: So why don't you tell the listeners where in Germany you were?
1: I was in a uh, town called Schutthof, Germany, up like the northwestern border, close to Netherlands. It was really close to Netherlands. I would even take the train and go to the Netherlands sometimes to this city called Hengelo. Mm -hmm. Since the part of Germany I was in was pretty country, there was really nothing to do. But I would visit uh, the Netherlands every now and then. a few times.
0: So I know you talked about that the soccer academy that you were at was very diversified. Um, you know, your father and I are both Jamaican, but you are mixed with Chinese Jamaican because your father is half Chinese Jamaican. But my point is that did you see any other diversity or black people in Germany in the country area that you were outside of your academy?
1: No, there's not a lot of black people And Um, maybe I think it was really cause um. It like I said, it was a it was a more countryish town, and probably there's more black people in cities like Berlin or like big cities. But for the most part, there's not a lot of black people, and usually the only black people that are in, or usually the black people that are in Germany are like Africans or like refugees, and like. And they know you're kinda like they know that they know the they can tell when you're like not that or not from here or not from there. You know, just they know.
0: So here so how many guys would you say was at the academy at the time that you spent there?
1: Um probably around fourteen.
0: So fourteen diverse guys agent ages from what ages you would say?
1: from like 16 to really like 23. And then there was one dude that was like 28.
0: 28 years old yeah. and a 16 year old. That's mm-hmm. the youngest and the oldest. Mm-hmm. All of you all trying to have a soccer career. So you spent like, I'm sure some people have spent like what one month three months a couple of days a couple of months a year whatever you said the the longest was five months what did you guys actually do there for fun
1: for fun well like did you go to a
0: club you i'm can-
1: not the clubbing type but the biggest club in germany was actually like 10 minutes away
0: what's the name of it
1: it's called index
0: you hear that people if you're ever in short off
1: shoot off shoot off germany, Schutauf,
0: germany. Or near the Netherlands, what's what's the area in the Netherlands? Hop on the train and go to. Index. 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 And what kind? Of, what type of club is that?
1: I don't know. I don't. I'm not. You a didn't go person. in there
0: and just experience it.
1: Nope.
0: Oh, so what? So um, I noticed with a lot of your Instagram um, pages and you know stuff like that. You show some beautiful churches and stuff that you are passing by and food trucks. What's 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 up with that?
1: Yeah, there would be some days Um, there would be some food trucks like one day there will be like a fish, a fish truck or or a chicken truck. Which had like rotisserie chickens, like little small businesses. And they would be like on the go. And yeah, there was like some some churches probably from like I don't know, World War 2. They're pretty old in the in the town.
0: I I am glad that you got to experience this experience for yourself. You know, you know, people, are, you know, you you love to say you know, you got to experience this on your own as far as traveling, taking care of everything yourself. Um, you know, at 20, 21 years old, And then you're like, what are people doing? Hey, I was in college at 21 years old. I'm glad that the times are changing where you're able to do it. But like I said, for all those parents listening, it wasn't an easy task for me. It was a lot of prayer on the whole family side. It was a lot of prayer. It was a lot of talking, 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 hoping it would sink into his ears because there's so many crimes and hate and Nonsense going on with kids. It doesn't even matter if it's kids, it's young adults. It's young adults. And I stress that if you're going to travel out the country that you be as careful as possible and read upon the country laws. Um, it even came to a point where I thought I was careful with telling Justin certain things. After he lost his wallet, I had to order him on Amazon a wallet, guys. So this is my tip to you. To anyone listening out there. And maybe I'm late to the game. But but you know. These experiences make you know about other stuff. So I ordered him a wallet. And it's a trackable wallet. They have a few out there. I think it was like 40 something dollars. So basically he had to. Um, you know. Hook it up or whatever. But one time you charge it. So if his wallet was lost. And he had this wallet. He can easily track where the wallet is. And it's a nice leather-looking wallet. Have you know a compartments, and you can't even tell that there's like a little trackable device on the wallet. And they also have another type of wallet like that, but instead of the trackable little thing, they have it as a card. So it, so it almost looks like a bank card or any card that you put in the slot. Um. But to me with that, when somebody steals your wallet or somebody finds your wallet, mo- most of the time they're just looking for the money or maybe your ID or something, and they throw away the rest of the cards, the other cards. So that's why I like the other trackable one. Justin, if you had to tell somebody, if somebody, somebody listening to you right now that says they want to become a professional sports figure, I know you did an episode like in our first, first podcast and stuff like that, but now that you had a little bit more experience, what would you tell a young person, girl or guy out there, you know, who wants to do an opportunity, but scared to travel or scared to put in, I mean, what would you tell them?
1: Oh, well, first of all, if you're scared to travel and scared to do anything that concerns with whatever you got to do, then... You need to um work on that, but honestly, I would just say, um, just really know what you doing just really know what you're doing, and just make sure you, you know don't let anybody tell you you can't do whatever you can do because I just feel like a lot of people will say a lot of stuff and they just don't know what they're talking about. And the, let, people will let other people get in their heads and just shut their dream down. There's a lot of people I talk to that are, like, over 30 now talking about, like, oh, I, I could have been this, I could have been this. But it could have been their parents or somebody they knew that was just getting in their heads and just telling them they wanted to play the safe route and just they never got to do what they want. And now they're just miserable and looking back like, damn, I didn't do what I really wanted to do because I was over here listening to everybody. But not listening to myself or listening to what I knew was right. So that's my advice to it.
0: That's like ninety percent of everyone living on this. Ninety percent of people. I would who, say ninety percent. Well, I would say eighty. It's it's a very high say... number of people that took the safe route, and it's not even safe. Is maybe even thought about. Maybe they didn't just didn't have the money.
1: Uh, well, if they did, then.
0: And you don't know if they did try, and you don't know if they did try, and it just didn't
1: work out. I'm going off the people that I've talked to, and it's usually the same story I hear every time. And I don't want to be a part of that percentage, so that's what I do.
0: So what exactly is your goal, Justin? I mean, at what age? I think they said age 24 is like the cutoff age for trying. I mean, there's not a cutoff age in in definitely. But there's a baseline to say if you're this age, then why even bother? Because a lot of uh, and, uh, places like to have young, young, young kids because they think that they're quicker and faster. I
1: mean, it really doesn't. Do, it doesn't. All of that. None of that really matters because all that. All that matters is how you perform. Because there's a lot of stars, and not even just sports, but like anything that have just made it either at a late age or just at any time, like if you take people like Eminem or like, um, even, you know, Taraji from oh what's that show?
0: Empire. Empire.
1: Like she didn't even get her first role to I think she was like twenty eight or something. Or Eminem didn't make it till his late twenties. Like or all these people didn't even get their first they got rejected and kept going. Like there is no cutoff age. Just like I said, there was a dude at Academy that was twenty eight and he signed. Like he signed and he just he just got his own apartment. Like the club is paying for his thing, like just because he kept going. And you know what he did. He actually played it the safe route. And he he did college first. He did college first. He was he he knew about the academy when he was probably my age, and he did college first. Played the safe route, and then he 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 had to go through it to 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 realize it. You know he listened to people, and instead of you know following what he knew, and now he's old now and now he got on the team and now he's talking about oh yeah i wish i would have done this when i was younger or i wish i would have done this when i was younger but you know know some people just have to go through it to learn or
0: but you know what justin here's the thing that i've i've said over and over and over again everything in life happens for a reason all right you don't you don't know if that college degree for that guy is going to be his backup plan for when he retires. You know what I mean? You don't know if that experience, he had to go through it himself. Everyone cannot travel the same route as you. You know that, right? I'm
1: not saying that either. And yeah, everything happens for a reason, but your your decisions still have a, you're like, uh, there's cause and effect still apply to your life. If you make a decision, there will be an effect to it. So yeah, everything still happens for a reason, but if you do something, something will happen, like.
0: The bottom line is that he has more than you guys. He has a degree. You understand me? And he got signed and he has his own apartment. But don't get it twisted, folks. Even though he got signed, the Academy still has a portion of his money. Just like with any deal or any agent or whatever, they get a percentage of your money. Okay, so if, and that's, if, and that's if,
1: reasonable because they're the ones who connected him with the team. So, of course, they should get a percentage. There's no problem with that. That's how it works. There's, and there's a bunch of academies across Europe that do the same thing.
0: And what I advise people to do is to, I know you guys are hungry for the money. I know you guys are hungry for the fame, the experience. But my advice would be hire an attorney. Get somebody to read the contract, because I know a lot of you guys don't want to read because once again you guys think that you know it all. There's always fine prints to these contracts, and that is my recommendation to anyone listening to this. Heed that warning: always read before you sign every single word on a document before you sign your name to it because you don't know if you're signing your life away. Suppose it is that you signed with the academy um for two years. And then a real professional, like a bigger professional team wants you and want to pay you millions, but because you sign your life away here on this one. So my advice is just read your contracts and hire an attorney if you don't understand the lingo or just take your time and ask for more time. Anybody that's going to rush you to sign it's something quirky. They should allow you time to read your contract. So the guys living, so the guys living in his apartment when you left.
1: No, I think he was. Well, yeah, he was getting into it when I was leaving. So, yeah.
0: So I'm glad that you're back, Justin, to some degree, because now the dogs and I are in a routine, and now you're back home and you're disrupting our routine as far as coming in late and coming. At, uh, am I the only parent out there? that the child is back and now is like we're living on different times and rules now so it's like an adjustment period all over again are you glad to be back i'm glad that you're back
1: yeah i mean i'm glad to be back but
0: and i'm glad that you were able to experience that and you should be glad that i was a little bit open or open-minded to because really i could have still shut it down if i really wanted to i could have cried I could have, it don't know. matter. I
1: still it don't <laughs> matter what was going to happen. I was going to I was going to do it regardless.
0: Yeah, because you think that you're a man and you think that you are a man and you think that you're a man. Anyways, so and oh. you think that you can do anything. I mean, legally you turned 21 when you were over there. So legally, you know, you're paying for it. You're doing everything. So, you know, we're going to wrap up this episode, our one-year anniversary episode, with my guest, uh, Mr. Justin Lufong. So, Justin, do you have any words of wisdom or any advice other than what you just gave us? Do you have any last parting words for our listeners in this episode?
1: Um, not really. Just...
0: What was your biggest experience or takeaway in Germany?
1: My biggest experience or takeaway?
0: Yeah, like, what's the one thing that... What's the one thing that you absolutely love when you were in, in those countries? What's the one thing you miss? What's the one thing you miss?
1: Um, I miss just being a part of, like, a team and, you know, because before I, before I left, I was... I was training with the team. I was training with a sixth division team, and before I had to, because I had to leave for the visa, I obviously couldn't sign with the team. So, but I just miss being a part of that and just doing what I love at a high level with, you know, good competition, good players around me. Like the whole lifestyle of it. That's just what I mean. So
0: you see, do you see yourself actually, you know, if. Let's say a team signs you over there. You actually see yourself living the rest of your life in Germany or the Netherlands or Portugal.
1: Well, I would live the rest of my life there, but well, I would play know. there. Oh, okay, you never know either. And I would play there until, until I would get a better opportunity. But as a starting point, I see myself starting off in Germany for sure.
0: But you know what my one big takeaway from this whole, whole trip is, folks... My big takeaway from letting my son go on this venture and living his dream was that he went to how many different countries he mentioned so far? I would say three or four countries, Justin, around that.
1: Um, yeah,
0: Three or four countries for about close to three months, and he didn't bring back a darn thing for me. Not one. Who goes away and not bring back a souvenir gift? Who Who does that? Who does that?
1: I mean the part of he where brought I back was, stuff for himself I didn't bring back anything yeah
0: you had, you had a whole wardrobe, you had like new clothes, new jacket, but not even a keychain folks, not not even an airline ticket, not even a stub, yeah, not even a ticket. postcard, nothing, Nada.
1: really well, First of all, I only had clothes because I had to get extra clothes because it was snowing and clothes is cheap over there. There was And there was no souvenir or any shops like that. Near okay, me. so
0: you just said it. Clothes was cheap, so you couldn't pick up your mother or something. You know what this Fresh A boy said to me? Go ahead and tell our listeners what you said to me when I said, why couldn't you pick, up, pick me up a jacket? I don't even know if you should repeat it, how embarrassing I mean, it the, is.
1: The jacket I have, they just didn't have a big size. They didn't have your size.
0: Why do you keep looking at me when you say that? Didn't like you're looking size. at me like a funny smirk. Justin, just so saying. they don't have small, medium, large, extra large over there.
1: The large is not even that big over there. Like they're, I don't. I really didn't see. Anything. So their
0: clothes run small. Is that what you're trying to say? You act yeah. like I'm like I'm, well, I'm like I'm a big, humongous far, kind of person. Far, well, you said that's I went, right.
1: I said the places I went to, yeah, their clothes weren't that big. Or I don't. I don't even do clothes shopping for other people anyway, because.
0: Uh, but, that, but that's my point. But th- this is your exp- this is your first time traveling, Justin. So rule of thumb: if you go out of the country, bring your mother back something to say. Here, mom, I, I I this is my this is from my experience over here. I mean, this is a lot for you young people to learn. I mean, you wouldn't have known because no, I, I didn't. Nah, I, tell I you. thought
1: about it. I definitely thought about it, but I was just like, there was really nowhere I went there was like a souvenir type shop or something to get like the only thing I could possibly or that was near me that I could bring back was like some alcohol or something but I didn't <laughs> even want to do that so I was just like I'm not even gonna do it
0: well there's always a next time isn't
1: there Yep, yeah, I'll be going back soon so
0: Well, we're going to go and we're going to wrap up this episode. And um, Justin, I want to thank you again for coming on
1: to this episode and
0: sharing your experience. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. And don't forget, guys, that you're listening to Go To Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron. And um, a new episode will be posted every Friday on any podcast app. That's Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple, any radiocast, any podcast app, just type in go the number 10, Lisa, L-I-S-A, all one word. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this all over the place episode, but it's a good one. Um, I hope that it gave you guys some tips and um just wanted to share what the experience was, you know, when you travel and especially by yourself. Most importantly, just be safe, 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 and watch your surroundings. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Peace, love, bye.